0: It's the morning blitz. What is this? amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. A few minutes left to go and a Friday show. Once again, thanks to Connor Nickel from S3 and K Preps for joining the program. As always, miss any of it, check it out on the podcast, available right after the show gets done. A very As I mentioned yesterday we did our College Football Power 5, a very interesting couple of games to open up Big 12 play for both Kansas and Kansas State. BYU at David Booth Memorial Stadium, a packed house. And UCF going to more than likely a packed house. I don't know, I'll be interested to see how the K-State fans are. I would assume it'll be a packed house. It's the Big 12 opener. UCF's in town. But I wonder how the the feelings will be of K State fans knowing that Daniel Green's out for the year. Will Howard is still, I don't know, he's not been ruled out. But I don't know, the way Chris Clymer was talking, it didn't sound like he might be able he probably won't be able to go. And that's going to make things real. I mean, it's when you talk about the UFC K State game, it's the fact that both teams are dinged up really badly. And so what makes the difference in a game like that? Your depth makes a difference in a game like that. And, you know, line play makes a difference in a game like that. And one would think that, you know, Kansas State's going to have that advantage with Christian Duff getting back, and hopefully that offensive line, which has not lived up to the accolades and the praise that it got in the preseason, hopefully it puts it together against UCF, which is going to be a faster, quicker team probably, maybe not as big. More than likely not as big. And that, that to me, is the biggest matchup in that, that UCF-K-State game. Is, is how does Chris Kleiman say, you know what, we don't have our quarterback. We're going to have Avery Johnson get the start, more than likely gonna play. That means we're going to run the ball a lot. We're going to lean heavy on what should be our strongest part of our team. That's our offensive line. And we're going to play keep away from a UCF team which loves to score points and can score points. And we're going to limit that as much as we can. That, to me, would be the biggest Storyline or focus in the UCF Kansas State game this weekend. How do we go about limiting UCF's possessions and keeping the ball and 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 protecting our young quarterback? We run the football. Simple as that. With Avery Johnson as well, as well as with Giddens. Even though TreShaun Ward's not going to play, get load up those two guys. Load them up. Tons of carries. Make the clock run. Shorten the game. Do not want to get in a scoring shootout with UCF. They, Kansas State, kind of did that against Missouri and lost at the gun. At, once again, on a 61-yard field goal. Still, like I said, kind of got. You, know, you don't want to do that kind of thing. K-State's defense better be prepared to not get burnt deep because UCF will throw it deep. That's another big thing to watch in that game. There, Kansas BYU. To me, Kansas is the better football team. But there is just something about BYU when they go on the road because they're an older team, they just don't seem to be impacted by it. Once again, BYU, because of the Mormon missions and stuff, have kids that are playing that are 22, 23, 24 years old, going up against kids that are 18, 19, 20 years old. And that two to three year gap makes up a huge difference in these type of situations. I've seen BYU go into a lot of hostile environments—Arkansas, Nebraska—years ago, and they get the win. I'm not Kansas is a good football team, and I love Lance Leipold, phenomenal head coach. But BYU is a team that that really is is a tough one to beat, uh, because of the physicality that they play with and their maturity. So that's that to me is the interesting thing, and. Hopefully the home crowd there at the booth is, is rocking and roaring, and that, that'll play a factor, hopefully. But that, like I said, these two games, uh, when I was putting down my picks uh, last night, I, I've gone back and forth, and I still may change my mind before I make my pick here coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, these should be two incredible games and two very tough openers for both Kansas and BYU. Uh, other games this weekend, of course, we talked about Colorado-Oregon. That's a big game. The Buffaloes being three touchdown dogs. I think for the first time this season, Colorado is going to meet a team that is going to take them seriously as well as the same time be super talented on both sides of the ball. They faced really good offenses in Colorado State and, and TCU. They faced a good defense in Nebraska, but Nebraska had no offense. TCU had no defense. Uh, Colorado State probably had the best defense of them but it's still not that great of a defense this will be the first true stiff test of the of the prime era on the road as well in a tough place to play in ottson so i am intrigued to see how that game shakes out very intrigued i think once again this is this is where colorado might see this this great run of theirs come to an end because of who they're facing and then of course you've got Nebraska, Louisiana Tech, Huskers are three touchdown favorites. That's a big spread, but Nebraska's defense is playing so well, I, I almost feel like they can they'll be okay. And you've got Broncos at the Dolphins and Kansas City hosting the Lowly Bears after a horrible week of news there in Chicago, with defensive coordinator Alan Williams stepping down and all the news around the quarterback with Justin Fields having all those issues. Yeah, it's a it's a bad, bad deal. And the Broncos taking on one of the best offensive teams in the country. Uh, in the NFL so far this year. It's it's not a great look for them either. All right, let's get to the walk-off, make some picks. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off. With a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's go. All right, once again, KU hosting BYU at 2.30 Central Time on Hot Country 97.9. You can watch it on ESPN. My pick right now, I have got BYU plus 3.5 at Kansas. I've got them covering. I don't know if they'll win, but they're going to cover that 3.5. I know it's tight. Uh, Kansas State, once again, hosting UCF. That's a late kickoff, 7 o'clock Central Time. It's on FS1. Of course, listen to 100 points Through the ride. Give me UCF to cover the 3.5. I just I don't know. That one I'm so tossed up on. I could go back and forth. It just depends. How much does the impact of Daniel Green have on the defense? Will Howard not playing? That's a lot. It's a lot. I'll have UCF to cover, but I mean, K-State still should be able to pull it out. Usually, they Use their offensive line. Nebraska covers the 21 at Louisiana Tech. You can watch the game on the Big Ten Network. Colorado, 21-point dogs at Oregon. Give me Colorado to cover the three-touchdown deal, but they still lose at Oregon. That's on ABC. Uh, the Broncos, 6.5-point dogs versus the Broncos. Sorry, the Broncos versus the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins to cover. And the Chiefs will cover the 12-and-a-half first, the Bears. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears somehow, someway play semi-decent because after a crummy week, they just put it together. They just say, whatever, here we go. There you go. Broncos on 1025 U Rock Chiefs, 100 points through the ride. Don't forget, uh, also, you've got Royals and Rockies all weekend long as well on am 790 X and am 730 State. Of course, catch Colby and Goodland High School football tonight and enjoy your local games as well. We're back on Monday. We'll talk to you then. It's been the Blitz.